everyone and welcome back to day number four of our five-day challenge, Fire Up Your Confidence. If you are just listening to this episode and you have no idea what I am talking about, no worries. You can also just listen to the singular episode and I recommend that you go back to day one of this five-day podcast series after you have finished this episode. It's just so much fun. Okay, beautiful. But now coming back to everyone who's joining the competition, we are already on day four. Can you believe it? Time is flying when you're having fun. <laughs> you know the drill. Before we dive in, I want to quickly summarize the main points from yesterday's episode. Confidence after failing. The main approach when failing is, well, that didn't work out long. <laughs> what can I do differently next time? Be disappointed, make across a shitty day, make peace with it and shift your perspective to what can tomorrow bring though. If you have given it your best, then cut yourself some slack. Normalize failing and making mistakes and don't identify with your failings. Failing only means game on and never game over. So try to find new angles and new strategies. Okay, but now... How to boost your work confidence. I have held a three-day event on this topic last year. So today's content is just dripping with empowerment. If you have joined the challenge last year, then see this as a sweet reminder. I am sure you will get different takeaways and mindset shifts today because you always take what you need. If you haven't, well, then you are in for a treat. What do you think is missing in order for you to be more confident at work? Think about it just for a moment, please. Yeah, and if you, if you came to the conclusion that you need to work on your presentation skills or accomplish this one thing, you know, just need this one training, perfecting the skill, and then you will be confident. Then let me tell you this, I don't think that. Weird truth bomb straight from the, for the beginning. The quality of your work or how good you are at what you're doing is not a precondition for confidence. I see it as two different entities. Confidence is on one side and the quality of your work is on the other side. Give me five minutes <laughs> and then you will be on board with that. It's a little mean, but we're doing it anyways. Think of one guy at university or your current job who always raises his hands and what he says was just so like lame or unnecessary but he always thinks like yeah this is the best shit ever <laughs> can you relate do you have someone in mind the quality of what you're sharing and doing and confidence do not have to be related so the key to feeling more confident at work are, in my opinion, two things. Changing how you're thinking about yourself. And we've talked about this on day number two, hacking the psychology of confidence. And number two, how you're thinking about your work and not how good your work is objectively. And here is why we're not taking a look at the outcome. Your perception of the outcome is probably flawed because of your conditioning as a woman. This is how we were brought up. So the likelihood is pretty great that you are downplaying and over-criticizing your work performance. So even if you have accomplished this or that or learned this new skill, 
you would still not be happy with your outcome and still would find excuses to not feel confident. One thing that is really important for me is that you understand that you are not the problem here, but your conditioning as a woman. And many, many, many factors go into this conditioning, but um, I don't want to talk about this too much in detail today. Um, but there are two reasons for this conditioning I want to talk about. The first one is called the negativity bias. This is the tendency to look for the one thing that didn't work out. And then our brain gets hyper-focused on the negative. We see our work through the lens of negativity. And maybe you can relate. You gave an amazing presentation, but afterwards, you keep on thinking about the one thing you said in the beginning that wasn't on point. Number two, perfectionism. Or maybe you just call it having high standards. So no matter how much work you put in, you'll still feel like it wasn't good enough. And here we have the perfect recipe for low self-esteem at work. And if we then get bad feedback, it comes together with the conditioning. I am not good at my job, even though you're probably smashing it. And I always say it's important where these things come from. You are never the problem, but it doesn't stop here. I'm an empowerment coach. That's where empowerment starts. What can I do about it? Or what would my goddess, your most empowered self, do about it? Here are my eight strategies for more confidence at work. The first one, changing how you're thinking about yourself and how you think about your work. Not doing better or doing more, but thinking better about yourself. And here's how we're doing that. Strategy number two, bringing your focus back to what's going well. Like, what can you do well? I mean, I hired you for a reason. What have you done well? And how can I apply the things I know I can already do well to this current challenge? Strategy number three. Hatching yourself when you're downplaying on when you're downplaying your own work. And I think this is the biggest strategy here. Ask yourself, is this true? Did my whole presentation really suck? Because most probably you are default downplaying because we don't really realize we're doing the thing because it's so ingrained in our system and thinking. And then you can say, oh, lol. This is the thing that I'm doing where I question everything I'm doing, right? Ah, hello there. Bye. This is not serving me right now. <laughs> Try to see yourself through the eyes of your greatest cheerleader. What would your cheerleader say to you? Like reality check and tune in with your cheerleader to snap out of default downplaying. And I also want to share a quick hack to overcome doubts with you. So next time you're having doubts before you make a contribution in a work call or feel hesitant before you send out a job application, then ask yourself the question, what would my male friends do? Just let this one sink in. Then check your body posture, chin up, chest up, take a breath and then hold eye contact and just freaking do it. Strategy number four. Try to transplant your confidence from previous successes. The angle here is, I can because I have done X. You 
any obstacle in your way so far. You are a freaking rock star. So what is relevant to this current challenge that I have figured out before? You are borrowing confidence. And also for any industry you're in, it's not your job to know the solutions to all the problems right now, but it is your job to think this problem through and figure out how to solve it. And I think this is a sweet perspective shift, especially if you're new to your job. Okay, strategy number five, try to be bold instead of confident. I think it all comes down to changing the way or reality checking the way we're thinking about ourselves and then becoming freaking bold to do the things or ask the questions before we think we are ready. So maybe it's easier for you to be bold, you know, fuck the shit, I give it a try, than to be confident, like I have to believe this. And just give it a try for this week and be bold instead of confident. Practice being confident by being bold and saying, fuck the shit, I'll give it a try. Okay, strategy six, ask questions. Asking questions is a freaking strength and not a weakness. So consider making it a habit of asking at least one question during a team meetings, project planning sessions, or conferences to help clarify any information that might make your life harder. And I don't mean <laughs> asking smart questions so everyone thinks you're smart, but I mean asking real questions to make sure you really understand what's expected from you. And this will decrease overthinking big times and you will have more clarity when working on a task, which then increases your confidence. You see how it goes. Strategy number seven, celebrating successes and celebrating every milestone. Normalize being freaking proud of you for every small success and every milestone. Don't waste your energy on the one promotion, but celebrate all of your milestones. So make celebration a part of your daily routine. I write down three successes every morning to remind myself that I am a freaking rock star. And despite the fact that I have a thousand of challenges and big goals ahead, every success counts. And the last strategy, kill your inner perfectionist. Maybe you don't think you are perfectionist, but you say, I have really high standards. Then cut yourself some slack. Hand it in at 80%. And if you get some extra time on your hands, you can do it then. Quick question. Do they give you the 100% salary you want? Do they appreciate you as a person and competent colleague 100%? No? Then freaking give them 80%. <laughs> and also a quick question to think about. Whose measure stick are you using to evaluate, evaluate your work? And just think about it. And also on days when you don't feel like 100%, then don't give them 100%. Because otherwise, there might be nothing left when you get home. You always come first. Okay, here's just a quick recap of everything I've shared already. You don't need to be any better. 
than you already are to be confident. Because how good you are at your job does not create your confidence. I recommend that you say, I'm good at my job and I look for evidence. As my brain has probably been hiding this. <laughs> confidence is about trusting in ourselves to show up to create the life and the career we want to have. And it comes down to how you think about yourself. Otherwise, you will be constantly looking outside of yourself in order to decide whether or not you can feel confident. It's an inside job. So tomorrow or today, depending on when you're listening to this, I want you to try to be bold instead of confident. And to become crystal clear on when you're downplaying yourself and to say, oh, no, I'm doing the thing again, right? I choose not to do this anymore. Beautiful. So the next thing I want to talk about is professional development. Disclaimer on new skills. I think I made it super clear, but just one more time, because it probably goes against anything you have heard your whole life. I don't care about you learning new skills or giving out great presentations. What I always care about is how you're feeling. How are you talking to yourself? I want you to feel good about yourself and not waking up with anxiety because you've got this presentation later. So let go of the idea of I have to become better. But say, I want to be nicer to myself. And I don't believe that you need to do any better or know any more skills to become more confident. Like, don't get me wrong, I love learning new skills. And in one minute, we will be talking about learning new skills. But if the way we think about ourselves and our work focuses on being worried about not being good enough yet, it's not going to help. So start with building your confidence from within. Okay, beautiful. So now I want to share a bulletproof action plan on how you can become insanely successful at your job. And it only takes three minutes. You think that's impossible? <laughs> Try me. Step number one, the foundation. Just short, because we've talked about this. You are enough. What you are doing is enough. And this is the foundation. And now we can say, okay, I want to learn a new skill. I want to boost my career. Coming from a place of love. Step two, identifying your top three skills. I will ask you a question now, and I want you to really think about it for a minute. Important. Try not to look outside, but really focus on your job and your position. Here comes the question. What are the top three skills you have to master in order to be really good at your job? Spoiler. These can also be things you, you are already good at. Actually, the likelihood is pretty high as you got the freaking job. So I recommend that you pause this podcast for just a minute and to think about it. What are the top three skills you have to master in order to be really, really good at your job? Pause now. I hope you paused. I don't know if you did it. <laughs> but congratulations. You have found the real skills. 
you need in order to become successful at your job. Yay! You did it! I'm proud of you! So if one of the skills was confidence, leadership, communication, persuasion skills, you might take a look at my signature group coaching program. <laughs> Claim your Artemis because you will train all of these in the most fun and effective way ever. Also, many companies have personal development budget and you can use this to book a coaching with me. So you can decide either doing a lame Excel course or having so much fun working together with me. Okay, just putting it out there. The next thing I want to talk about is crucial. My boyfriend did a 5,000 euro training on professional development. And this was his biggest takeaway. Focus on strengthening your strengths in order to be successful. And this may sound super counterintuitive as you are used to, and we are so used to focusing on the one thing, the one skill we don't have. But focusing on your strengths can help you to boost your confidence as it requires you to measure your successes and your abilities. And actually, it's more effective to focus on your strengths instead of your weaknesses because you have faster growth. Step number three, how can I nail this? My number one tip is to designate a month to learn and to dive into the skill. So instead of tackling everything at once and feeling overwhelmed, pick one month for one skill. And my recommendation is to start next week, start on the next Monday or start on the first of the next upcoming month. You can learn any skill. Like fully dive into it and actively look for resources online. Make it fun, make it playful. Podcasts, books, articles, TED Talks, coaching trainings. Like really throw all the material that is out there at yourself and take the pieces you like the most. Like no skill is a one-size-fits-all thing. I always do this, you know, I, I listen to all the resources online, do all the coachings, and then I take the little pieces I like the most. And then come up with your own toolkit for the skill, your toolkit. Not something you read in this, in this one book you heard, you know, what worked for this one person, but what could be your toolkit. So you have identified your top three skills. Which of these three skills excites you the most? Pick one intuitively. Yay, that's your first one. This is so exciting. So make a choice that you designate the next month to full force dive into the skill. Add this to your calendar. And now cut the main goal down into smaller steps that are tangible. So for example, Listen to two podcast episodes each week. Buy yourself a book after listening to this podcast episode and reading 10 pages every morning. Checking out my websites. <laughs> Use this momentum and motivation that you're feeling right now to get into action. If you're participating in the price draw, today's hashtag is getting into action. Beautiful, we're coming to an end. I have prepared a little challenge for you today to get into action. The challenge for today is to speak up. So in the next meeting at work, I want you to ask one question. 
make a comment or share your perspective. Just one thing. Make this fun and see this as yet another way to practice being confident, collecting another coin. Beautiful. That was it for today. I think your head is probably spinning right now. <laughs> there was a lot of valuable content, but I am known for over-delivering. So sorry, not sorry. I am so proud of you for diving deeper into this topic. And if you want, I invite you also to do a little reality check or a little check-in. Do you notice any shifts since you listened to the first episode of this five-day podcast series? Like, do you notice any changes? Feel free to send me a message. I love hearing from you. And I meet you back here tomorrow for day number five, dropping comparison. I am pretty sure that I am bringing in some new tools and stuff you have never heard of before. I'm also sharing one of my favorite concepts. Um, I'm always sharing with my coaches in Claim Your Artemis and they freaking love it. So you don't want to miss it.